What, we some kind of suicide squad? I am Iron Man. I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Server Anakin, I have the high ground. I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. I'm simply saying that life uh, finds a way. Welcome back to the Big Movie Boy Podcast, the only podcast that won't shoot you in the back as you're picking up a football. I'm your host, Benjamin Stitch, and with me as always is Jeremy, caretaker bombing. Hang on, guys. I just got to turn down this radio real quick. And Bob, oh. and Bob, Mean Machine Label. What's up, everybody? Happy Black Wednesday Eve, Eve. <laughs> to continue our recent theme of having guests on the pod, we have my brother, Stephen Stitch, on the pod. Stephen is one of our most loyal listeners, and as an early Christmas present, I have allowed him to come on the podcast. Stephen, please introduce yourself. Well, thank you for having me, and as a former uh, co-host of a former podcast myself, Heartfelt Sports, rest in peace. Uh, I know how the struggle goes for you guys, so thank you for having me on. For we our have a professional, <laughs> a professional yeah. with us today. Yes, yes, we do. We had a ter- we did not have a professional last week, but we are making up for it this week. So uh, today on the pod, we have Turkey Day on our minds, and uh, that is why we chose the well-known Thanksgiving movie to review, The Longest Yard. We will also be talking about what movies or shows we are most grateful for. But first, we are going to be doing a little Thanksgiving trivia. I will be asking you guys 10 questions, and we'll see out of the three of you who, is, uh, who knows the most about Thanksgiving. I, I'm gonna, I, I, I'll finish the sentence for you, Ben. <laughs> you're thinking it's going to be me, because you're right. I guarantee victory. I'm winning this one. Bob's going to be the, the big right turkey boy mouth. at the end of this. <laughs> yeah, this is for who the biggest turkey boy is. All right, we got 10 questions. Whoever's closest to each answer will get the question. So, Jeremy, you might have to do some math, too, rather than just also uh, keeping score. That's what I'm here First for. Question. I'm the big math boy. So no, I don't know there's going to be any math involved in this. Yeah, right. I, 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 can I rescind my... You guys don't have to do math. You don't Stop have to count. Do math. Oh, I win. I got this. Let's do it. All right. First question. How many turkeys are prepared for Thanksgiving, or prepared for Thanksgiving in America each year? Buzz. No, you don't have to buzz in. We all, you all oh, okay. answer. Oh, okay. All right. Well, who's going Bob, will let, you, Bob will let you go first. How many Thanksgivings are prepared each year? How many turkeys? <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck. Um, how many turkeys? Okay, let me do the quick math in my head. How many Americans are... Is this only in America? I said, yeah. How many turkeys are prepared for Thanksgiving in America each year? Let's celebrate, okay. let's celebrate in Russia, too. Let's, let's <laughs> <Yeah>. They. <laughs> um, let me think. Let me think. Uh, this is one that I actually know. Um, I'm going to say probably two, 2.75 million. All right, Jeremy, you're up. Man, that sounded way too high to be true, but it might be. I'm going to say 1 million, even. Steven, you're up. So I'm going to do like prices right then. I'm going to go 2.6 million. Oh, you son of a bitch. With that, Stephen will win. Stephen What? You guys are way <laughs> off. I also would be very confused by this. I have the sources if you guys want to check out. I would guess I feel like, like you're not going to believe me. Yeah, it was 46 million. Okay. Mm, yeah. <clears throat> Maybe we well, shouldn't let Bob go first because he's going to be way like, off every time. It's like 300 million people in America. Yeah. All right. So Stephen took the lead there. All right. Nice, number nice. two. We'll let Jeremy answer this one first. When was the first Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade? Ooh, when did Macy's The first, like, televised one, not, like, the first parade in the history of America. 
Interesting. Well, when did television come around? Wait, this might not be true about television. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just know. When was the first Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? I will stop talking. Okay. Well, in that case, Macy's must have been around at this point. But Macy's could be a very old company. I'm going to say post-war, we needed Macy's to get this country going again. So I'm going to say like 1948. Steven, you're up. I'm going to go with the other war, World War One, and I'm going to say 1923. That's the final answer. Bob, you're up. I'm going to say 1901. I, I'm a little nervous. Steven was so close. It's going to look like uh, we're cheating here. It is 1924. Damn. Jesus fucking Christ. I've been watching a lot of Jeopardy lately. Rest in what peace. Ye- what year are they on? I thought they were on year like 120, 125th <clears throat> annual one. Maybe it's only 100 or some shit. I fucking know. Yeah. Uh, hey, I'll send you the source after. Maybe these are all wrong, too. I picked the wrong war. Yeah. I got my head spinning with that one. I almost said the 1800s, so at least, I didn't, <laughs> at least I didn't say that. I think Bob should go first every <laughs> your, question. Your 1901 uh, one was solid, though. I liked it. Uh, all right, Steven, you're going to be up first on this one. All right. Another Macy's uh, parade uh, question here. On average, how many people attend the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade each year? Not including 2020, of course. I hope you guys got Macy's to sponsor this podcast since <laughs> they're getting so many free ads. You guys are just we do. We do have advertisement them. here. Um, God, there's a lot of stupid people that like parades. Uh, I'm going to guess a little more than the Canal Fest Parade, probably about 1.6 million. Bob. Is this in person or on TV? In person. Not watching the, <laughs> on TV. <laughs> Dude, I'm not listening it's when you in, read the questions. Bob, do you know where the Mace, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is? Yeah, my, my cousin went to it one time. I, I'll, next time he goes, I'll ask him to count every person there. Um, I don't know. I, it's probably a couple million. I'm going to say three million people. Jeremy. They're shooting way higher than I was. And whatever the number is, it's way too high. But I'm going to lowball it. I'm going to say 300,000. Bob takes this one. 3.5 million. Damn it. Yeah, dude, it goes like fucking 20 city blocks in New York City and it's packed. Yeah. It should be fun this year. Cuomo won't like that if people are getting <laughs> like that again. Never. I, what's this? Wait, you got 2 1 here? 2 1 0, Jeremy? Yeah, I'm not doing Who's too two? hot. Oh, Jeremy, you suck ass, dude. I'm not good at a. I can't guess, uh, you know, crowd sizes. I'm not good at guessing years, apparently. You just hate holidays. Question four. We are back to Bob guessing first. According to the Guinness Book of World Records, how much does the heaviest turkey on record weigh? Oh, fuck. This is a good one. Um, have Ever? Um, I'd say. <laughs> I guess. I don't actually know. I'm going to say. No, last uh, week, Bob. It was the heaviest turkey they weighed in last week. I'm going to say 65 pounds. Jeremy, your guess. I think it's got a. I think it's got to be closer to a hundred. I'm gonna say a hundred and five pounds. Steven? Ugh. I was uh eighty-seven pounds. Jesus Christ! Are you cheating, Steven? It is eighty-six you pounds. You have to pull I swear to God! I swear to God! You're I'm way too close. Up. That's that's way too many. That's twice. Like one. He's been one up. <laughs> that's Dude, sketchy. Think about, think about a turkey that big. <laughs> Ben sent Steve the, uh, all the answers. He's <laughs> like, just don't guess too close. <laughs> I, I was told him to send it to me so I could win, but I guess I didn't need it. Don't guess too close, and then he guesses one off. All right, he's got a commanding lead now. 
All right, here we go. I don't I don't know how much I believe this next one, but we're going to go with it. How many calories on average are consumed per person at Thanksgiving dinner? Ooh, am I up, am I up on oh, this uh, one? Yeah, Jeremy. Jeremy. Yeah. Uh, this is a tough one. I'm going to say what you're supposed to eat like 2000 calories in a day, but Americans are crazy especially on Thanksgiving. I'm going to say people knock out a day's worth of calories just during their Thanksgiving meal. I'm going to say 2,000. Steven? 2,400. Shout out Kobe Bryant. Bob? I am going to go with 2,800. Bob takes it. And guys, you can actually look this one up because I don't know if this is true or not. I didn't uh, double check my sources. Is it over 3,000? It's 4,500. There's no fucking way. That seems way too high to me, but you know what? When you are running out of questions, you just got to go with it. I put down seconds. About, I can see it, maybe. Yeah, and then like 2,000 calories of beer. <laughs> that's true. You <laughs> shit yeah. face with the family. So. Yeah, that's that after Thanksgiving, hard pounding of liquor and beer. That's what you got to do. That's where the calories sneak up. Yeah. Sorry, Jared. Another one you were, you were losing here. I don't think I've even come remotely close to any of these answers so far. <laughs> Does your family celebrate Thanksgiving? We do. I f- the Canadian one? No, the American one. It's coming up oh. soon, right? That was Columbus Day. It's the Canadian one. Is it really? Oh, yeah, I didn't right. know that. It's, yeah, pretty sure. it's like the first Monday of October or some shit. Second one. All right. Here, uh, question six goes to Stephen. Who was the first president to pardon a turkey? So we'll just go with whoever is closest to this president one. I haven't been studying up on my presidents lately, so uh, I'm going to go Lincoln. Just He seemed like he was pardoning everybody back then, so we'll go with Lincoln. Oh, Bob, Bob you're up. Oh, I'm up? Yeah, you got to tell me the order. I don't know. Um, <laughs> for We've only really done this some, time so far. For some reason, I feel like I've like heard this before, and I don't know why. I think it's William Howard Taft. That's what I thought I heard before, but I think I might be wrong. That's my guess, though. Taft. Jeremy. I don't even know if it's right. I was going to guess Taft. Am I allowed to double down? I guess we can double down. If Split that's the right answer, I think right. you'd be able to. Yeah. It's, it's not the right answer. So at I this mean, point, I can't let Jeremy, Jeremy, should, Jeremy change the answer. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely should not allow us to double down. Um, then uh, <laughs> take a guess. It's not Taft. Let's, uh, let's just say Eisenhower. All right, this is where I need someone to look it up. It is what I found was JFK. I think Eisenhower is closest to JFK. Yeah, Eisenhower. Or is, yeah, because Eisenhower's like fifty. Yeah, I I, think. yeah, yeah. Okay, I agree. So Jer- I Jeremy agree. does take that. <laughs> no, Jeremy's definitely closer. <laughs> Jeremy took that one. What does that mean though? He pardoned a turkey. He was the first one to do it. Like you know how they do that every year. Uh, Technically, no. Reagan was like the first one to make it official, but JFK did it just because he was a good dude, I guess. Uh, I don't never really paid attention to that. All right, Jeremy's really on like the board. Turkeys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's uh, anyone's game. It's what is it? Three, two, one. That is correct. All right, here we go. When was mm-hmm. the first turkey trot held in America? Oh, uh, who, uh, Bobby, Bob. back up. Jesus Christ, I'm an idiot. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh my God, uh, this is tough. I want to say, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to the well. 1901. Jerry let you down before. <laughs> well, we all know uh, the marathon 
is named a marathon because it was the distance that some ancient guy in Greece ran to the city of Marathon. And similarly, the turkey trot is named after someone from Turkey who trotted uh, 5K or whatever to dinner one evening. Uh, This is true. And I believe that that happened in 1933. Steven. Was that first story about the marathon actually true? Yes. No, that's true, yeah. That part that was. One's oh, true. Well, I learned that one today. Uh, I think it's somewhere in the middle, uh, probably before World War I. I would say 1911. Ooh, Bob, you're going to take another one. Tie it Let's up here. Let's go. So it is 1896. Jesus. We're going to do a, a – uh, if someone wants to buzz in, we're going to do a bonus point. If someone wants to try to get a bonus point of where it was held. Buzz. Buzz. I think Jer- – I heard Jeremy. New York City. You're deaf. That was me, but... Wrong. So, so it was Steven next? Boston. No. Bob, Let me guess. guess. Cleveland, Ohio. No, all are wrong. It, according to... Philadelphia. It, it's like parade.com. You can't just keep throwing out guesses now. Turkey. Uh, the Buffalo, New York. The Buffalo, New York. <laughs> Buffalo, New York. Buffalo, New York. Wait, really? <clears throat> yeah. You're shitting me. I only wrote that down because it was interesting to me. But yeah, uh, according to... I think it's parade.com. That's where I got it. According to them, it was Buffalo. I know we should be boasting about that shit. Probably because it's not true, but yeah, it's, <laughs> that doesn't matter. We got three, three, one. Jeremy, I you're gonna need that, that. I think you are right with that because I, I think Buffalo every year they like celebrate the fact that it's the longest running turkey. Yeah, but I thought in the I would. I feel like we would have known that though. Bob, turkey trot's so it? popular. No, but I've been to it before, and I feel like I would have known if it. Right? They should. They should have that everywhere. Like the. Maybe they do. They probably I think do. they just say longest running. I don't think it's like a competition. So that's true. When is the turkey? Is that on Thanksgiving? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Oh, Everybody dude, I'm, over. I'm absolutely toast from the night before. So that's, <laughs> that's exactly why I've never noticed that. All right, we got three, three, one with three questions to go. Here we go. Easy. This is one you might be able to guess uh, if you remember it from school at all. What year is considered to be the first year Thanksgiving was celebrated? I thought that this question might come up, and I was nervous to answer. I'm going to say... You are? Yeah, you are up. 1692. Steven. See, Columbus came in 1492. That's why I had 92 in my head. I was going to say 1618. That's my final answer, 1618. Bob. You guys are all saying shit like... Uh, in the 1600s, so that makes me think. <laughs> that makes me think. Well, I was, uh, I was going off of the 1492 Columbus sailed the ocean blue. I don't know. He got here. Wait, no. He remember? Like, yeah, remember the story of how he came <clears> over and <throat> immediately started eating with the Native Americans? That's what it was. It, it wasn't the other thing. 1492 Columbus sailed the ocean blue. He brought a Thanksgiving dinner, too. Everyone remembers it. I'm going to say 1609. Ah. Uh, Steven takes this one. He's a little too close again, a little fishy. It was 1621. Oh, shit. Damn. What did you guess? 1618. Yeah, you guys are looking at this. There's, there's no way. <laughs> so it's 4-3-1. Jeremy, sorry, you can still fight for second place. But, yeah, Bob and uh, Steven, it's between you for first place. So I'm All up right. first this one, right? Yep. Are there no more bonus points available to us? No more bonus points, sorry. If there's a tie, I'm going to go back to that parade.com and we'll do a buzz in one, but this is all I got. All right, number nine. This is another one you could know. I I did not know this, though. How long did the first Thanksgiving last? 
Oh, Jesus. No, no not you, Bob. Yet. Well, Love the energy, though. Uh, <laughs> that's a tough question, though, because usually you want Thanksgiving to be over because you don't want to spend that much time with your family. Get in, get out. Uh, so I'll well, say... I don't, th- I don't think the first Thanksgiving was just, like, yeah, family members. Yeah, hanging out with your aunts and uncles. Uh, I'll say two days. I don't know why oh, I'm saying two days. Son of a bitch. I was going to say two days. Uh, Bob, you're up. What is your guess then? Do we go down to the hour then? <laughs> <laughs> it's, gonna say it's in terms of days. It's not like two days, 13 hours. They didn't have the stopwatch running? <laughs> no. I'm, I'm going to say three days then. Jeremy. I'm just going to go four days. Why not? <laughs> Bob takes it with the second guess with three <laughs> days. Three days? Are you kidding <laughs> me? Man, they had a lot of football teams back then, you got to remember. They were all playing on Thanksgiving. That sounds like hell on earth. Three days. How many cows right, think they had a tie? Yeah, what were they doing? Like eating and sleeping and then back at it again the next morning? Like, what the hell? Oh, I think they ate a turkey, had to kill another one. Like, they did it like, was the hunting of the turkey involved in this? A little I think so, yeah. The second day to like <laughs> mix it up and so a little killing for everybody. <laughs> we have a tie atop the leaderboard right now for uh, first place. We could go into a tie if uh, Jeremy gets this one. And you said this final question's worth three points? <laughs> That's right. I did say that. All right. Here we go. Number 10. How many feathers does the average turkey have? Jesus Christ. And uh, Bob, you're up first. So I have <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I really needed somebody else to go before me on this one. I have... You know what? Let's make... You know what? I'll change the order. Let's have Jeremy go first because he has no shot. Let's hit... let him set the baseline. You, you want me to spoil the answer for those two? <laughs> Do you know the answer? I don't even know where to begin with this. <laughs> I was asking Tina these questions last night. Uh, she was not close to this one. This is a stupid one. I genuinely don't know where to begin. I'm just going to say 2,500. All right, Bob, you're up then. I'm going to say 2,400. <laughs> This is, I guess, all right, Steven. I was thinking like in the teens or something, not even a thousand. So I'm going, I'm going to go first on this one. Christ. Uh, fuck. It could uh, be, if you told me it's 30, I'd believe you. I have no idea, yeah. All right, so I'm going to do something way lower. I'll go uh, 174. It is 3,500, which oh, means fuck. Jeremy takes it. Oh, Jesus Christ. I should have just said 3,000 just to go over Jeremy, but I don't want to yeah. seem like right. I knew too so, much. So we're tied. <clears throat> so we gotta, I got to go to the... Give me a turkey and let me fucking count its feathers, because there's no way. <laughs> I that'd was be great, thinking that would be a great time. podcast. Yeah, we'll Jeremy, just record the fact me murdering guessed... a turkey with my bare hands. <laughs> the fact that Jeremy guessed 2,500 was pretty impressive to me. We're three points? <laughs> no, I'm let sorry. It's not going to be three points. All right, these ones are, like, I'm trying to find one where it's, like, guessable. We weren't supposed to end in a tie. This is not what the viewers wanted. All right, we'll do a stupid one like this. It's another, we'll give Macy's another shout-out. They are sponsors, so. All right, yeah, they could use the advertisements anyways. All right, uh, so I guess you guys don't have to buzz in since it's another year one. I'll go first, uh, then, since it was my Yeah, you're up, you're up first. What year did the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade first have balloons? This is for mm-hmm. all the marbles. For all the balloons. 
Bob already forgot what year it started. So. <laughs> <laughs> I did too. I'll uh, say 1926. Bob, you're up. Do you need rewind the podcast and tell Bob what year this started? When was the balloon invented? <clears throat> When was the balloon, balloon invented? <laughs> um, I'm going to say 1935. Steven takes the victory. It is 1928. Yes. Damn. Let's go. Fuck. Jeremy, were you even going to be able to get, we were just gonna entertain what Jeremy would have guessed? <laughs> I was just Jeremy, gonna, did you hear that? <laughs> I was going to say 1927. It's fine. <laughs> what year did the parade start again? Was it 24? Yeah. And oh, you guessed 23, which was a little suspicious. <laughs> I think Steven What's takes the- it, but with a, ti- a tiny little asterisk because he was too close on a couple questions. You were very close on a lot of these. You either just really love Thanksgiving or you had the <laughs> same article that Ben had. Well, I'm on the Big Thanksgiving Boys podcast on so my spare time. That's right. Like Bob and the Big Musical Boys. That's true. That makes sense now. You should have known. <laughs> Move on. We have movie and TV show or movie or TV show that you guys are most thankful for. Well, uh, let's start with Jeremy because I know Bob is definitely not prepared for this one. <laughs> Mine is kind of a combination of two movies, one in particular and a TV show, and it'll make sense in a second. I am thankful that coronavirus didn't happen exactly one year earlier because if you dial the calendar back to 2019, you will remember that three massive franchises had big finales last year avengers endgame season eight of game of thrones and star wars episode nine and both of the movies for sure would have been postponed and game of thrones may still have come out sometime that year it may have been postponed but not only am i thankful that endgame didn't get pushed an entire year or more and i would have had to wait to watch that can you imagine how much more disappointing the final seasons or final season of Game of Thrones would have been had we been anticipating it even longer, looking forward to it being the only good thing to happen in 2020, and then that season came out? I've been thinking about this a lot lately, as you can tell, and I am just incredibly <laughs> thankful that all three of those things, even Star Wars, which I wasn't crazy about, managed to come out pre-corona. That's a good answer. Yeah, that's an interesting take. Maybe uh, Star Wars could have benefited from the extra year to make some changes. But yeah, the, the end of Game of Thrones is so is uh, not the best season of television. So yeah, it would have sucked if you had to wait even longer for a shitty ending to a show you once loved. I'm going to disagree. I think they would have had time to be like, holy shit, we really did fuck this up. And they could have gone back and be like, you know what? We're going to refilm it because the... Den- or whoever the fuck the creators were, Benioff and Weiss or whatever, they were already trying to get done with that as quickly as possible. So I think if they could have like, had the okay, year off, that's yeah. a good yeah, point. If, if it got postponed, they'd have more time to like work on it, it and then make yeah. it not as shitty. Because you can see every if you watched and listen to the interviews or the cast said after that they kind of acknowledged how bad it was and like yeah, it wasn't really our decision for it to be this bad, but it is what it is. So I we I, watched it at the beginning of quarantine and I had to stop like halfway through season eight because it was so bad i'm like okay this is just terrible i'm gonna stop here so See, i've never seen it i've never seen it and i knew i would like it and then like i was waiting to watch it because like it was on tv and i was like okay like 
I'm not going to start watching it now. I'll just wait for everything to be over, and then I'll watch the whole. I'll binge the whole fucking series when it's all done. And then everybody shit on the ending in the last season, and then it just made me not watch it yet. I've seen episodes, and like I know what it's about, but like everybody shit so hardly on the last season that I'm just like, ah, eh, maybe I'll wait on this one. And uh, just very quickly, tangentially related, um, based on those three franchises, which I like all of them. I really like Star Wars, although I'm not like. Uh, super a opinionated big Star Wars on boy. I'm not a big Star Wars boy as much as I do like the franchise. I really like Game of Thrones, but I got it. I only started watching it like months before the final season came out, and then I was there day one for uh, you know the current MCU franchise. I'm thankful that I placed my eggs in the correct basket. Yeah, yours I would was say the one did. that actually came out uh, came out all right. It came out and people liked it, which is incredibly difficult to do. Part of the reason why I enjoy that franchise so much. Uh, so, Stephen, you're up next. Let's hear yours because Bob probably needs about 10 more minutes to figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I didn't really know what I was really thankful for movie wise. So I kind of just went with what I watched yesterday on HBO Max because it's finally on <laughs> the Amazon Fire TV. So I'm like, what, what can I watch here? And the first movie I watched was old school. And that movie's just oh, hysterical. Great movie. And because of that old movie, um, Will Ferrell's career kind of like launched into a different stratosphere. After old school, he did Elf, Anchorman, uh, Talladega Nights, Blades of Glory, Semi Pro, and Step Brothers. So all within like a five year span, on top of on top of other movies that he did during that time. But if old school doesn't come out, if Frank the Tank isn't a thing, who knows what Will Ferrell's career is like in. He's proud. I think you guys did that. Uh, who's your favorite comedian? Actor, yeah. Yeah. You did that poll, or whatever I remember on Twitter, and Will Ferrell won, I think, convincingly. Yes. So I think everybody likes him a lot. That's I'm a very thankful point. for old school. That's a good point. I was watch- That was on TBS the other night, <laughs> and I, I, it's like a movie you can't stop watching once it's on. And it was like the Frank the Tank part where he's like, like the guys are trying to tempt him to. Uh, what is it uh, to funnel a beer? And he's like, "Nah, I can't go into Bed Bath and Beyond tomorrow. It can be a nice little weekend. It can be a nice little Saturday." And then he's like, "I'll do one. I'll do one." He does the one funnel and immediately goes, "Hit me again!" And then ten minutes later, he's streaking. It's that's one of the best scenes ever. He's just going to Snoop Dogg, Snoop, Snoop a loop. But the guy well, butt ass naked. Yeah, just like get the fuck away from Snoop Dogg. <laughs> that's great. I think that's a good pick, and uh, we'll get into it when we talk about The Longest Yard, but uh, that movie solidified me thinking Will Ferrell was better than Adam Sandler for sure. So. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just a little better of a comedic movie than Longest Yard. Yeah, you're right. Uh, did you have a TV show you wanted to mention? Yeah, I was going to say Curb Your Enthusiasm, just because I feel like Larry Heck. David is one of the best comedic like minds of all time, the, the Seinfeld Curb. And just in general, and he's not afraid to like tell people how it is, especially in that obviously just that show. But like at Thanksgiving, you really don't really want to be around your family too much. It's just more like eat, drink, watch football, and get the hell out of there. And I feel like Larry would tell people like, "All right, time to go. Let's get the hell home." And I relate to that because it's like, "All right, family time." A little too much here and there. So luckily this year, we don't really have to see anybody because Comrade Cuomo shut everything down. So That's true. In that regard, I feel like Larry David, and I like that I'm just going to be be able to watch football in peace this year on Thanksgiving. 
I've been trying. I want to watch Curb Your Enthusiasm so bad. That's one I've been looking at for for a minute, and I know I'll like it. I just for whatever reason have not put it on. That, Bob, that's a good one to have on. Like you don't have to watch fully because you can kind of come in and each scene is like cringeworthy in and of itself, and you can just like pop in here and there. You don't need to like actually pay attention. It's a good right. one to like you can be on your phone and doing other stuff to watch. Oh, that's that's right up my alley then. <laughs> yeah. So playing playing off that one, I I uh, for TV show I picked Seinfeld, kind of like the same reason. You get like all the laughs. It's, that show will never not be funny, and it's. I feel like that's a show I'll watch with like my kids in the future, and if they don't like it, I'll put them up for adoption or something like that. And then uh, movie for me has all the qualities of Thanksgiving. You guys will probably guess it right away. <laughs> Brings people together. There's sport Eric, involved. Let me a guess. Lot, and a lot of food is consumed by let one me, of the characters. I got it. I'll let you I guess. Got it. It's Harry Potter. <laughs> It is not Harry Potter. Anyone else want to guess? I told Stephen what it was already. So, Jeremy, you want to guess? Sounds like Dodgeball. That is Dodgeball. That movie just keeps on giving every year, you know? Yeah, like I said, brings people together. It's a huge sport, Dodgeball. ESPN ate the Ocho, you know it. And a lot of food, you know? He he loves, he eats more than 4,500 calories at the end of that movie. So, easy. That's why I picked that one. It's a great pick. Bob. Bob, do you finally have what you are most grateful for, TV show yeah, or movie wise? I'll start. It's actually it's a series of movies. It's actually eight of them. Um, <laughs> it starts with a little number called uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Uh, no, but I, I'm I'm going to say the Harry Potter franchise. Once it gets into you know your Halloween, your your Thanksgiving, your Christmas season. Well, these movies are on every fucking weekend on some channel. It's always Harry Potter weekend. But like. We're in the time period now where it feels just that it's Harry Potter weekend. It's not just like, oh, it's fucking Valentine's Day this weekend. It's Harry Potter weekend. Like, when it's <laughs> Thanksgiving, Halloween, Christmas, when those are on TV, I don't know. Always throw them on. Love them. Gotta watch them. So uh, my, my pick of, you know, what I'm thankful for, Harry Potter weekend. Bob, how many times do you think you've watched a Harry Potter movie? I want to hear your guess. Oh, that's actually a hard one. I've seen probably the first, like, three, like, probably, like, just having them on in the background. Each movie, the first three, I've seen each of those probably 27 times. There's no fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, it's weird. I think I've seen the last one, like, the actual Deathly Hollows Part 2. I think I've seen that, like, once. Because it's literally <laughs> always on so late. Like, you do the Harry Potter marathon... That's the one that's on at like a fucking twelve o'clock at night, and it's like, dude, I, I've watched six Harry Potters before this. I can't watch another. Like, I'm sixteen asleep. beers deep. Yeah, I'm <laughs> hammered on the couch. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, Harry Potter. Thankful for, for for Daniel Radcliffe. That's fair. Yeah, that's a good one. You bring up a good point. I can't think of a better franchise that encapsulates like Q four of the calendar year than Harry Potter. All those late months. It really does. Yeah. It, it does feel like it's getting into the start of Harry Potter season. I know, yeah, uh, Halloween kind of starts with it, but I feel like after mm-hmm. Thanksgiving is when I see it the most because it's always snowing in that fucking movie, I feel like. I've yeah. never actually watched all of them, but... Uh, okay, so moving on to The Longest Shard. Uh, the, the movie we decided to review, yeah, The Longest Shard. I don't know how we came up with this. I, thought, I think the idea was... Pick a really uh, good Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> there's no Thanksgiving <laughs> movies out there besides, like, yeah, like Tower Heist, Steven, I think you mentioned earlier. Like, that's not even, like, it's just a heist movie that happens during Thanksgiving. There's no Thanksgiving movies. So we went with football, 
And then we decide to go with one that Bob wouldn't have to actually rewatch because uh, God forbid he does anything for this podcast. <laughs> we I went with. <laughs> I didn't even watch it. <laughs> Bob was the one who mentioned that it was on TV last night. Jeremy was like, "All right, I'll check it out." I think Stephen taped it and maybe watched it during the during the day today. But I also didn't rewatch it, maybe for the same reasons. I don't want to say, but uh, yeah. So. The Longest Yard was released May 27th, 2005. We are obviously doing the, the second one. The original, I think, came out in 1974. I could be wrong on that. I'm glad uh, we're doing the second one because I did not watch it. <laughs> Directed by Can you Peter. imagine if you got here and we were talking about the first one and you watched the second one? I would have been like stunned. <laughs> Bob watched the 1971 for the podcast. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, directed by Peter Seagal, or I don't think it's Seagal Siegel. Written by Sheldon golf. Turner. Oh, okay. Uh, starring Adam Sandler, Chris Rock, Burt Reynolds, Nelly, Michael Irvin, Terry Crews, and Buffalo native William Fickner. So uh, my first question for you guys is, yeah, the one Jeremy tries, uh, tends to do each week. Like, how many times have you guys seen this movie? Is this like your first time? I'm guessing it's not. And have you ever seen the original? I'm guessing also no. Bob, I'll pose that to you. Uh, yeah, so for me, like my opinion on this movie is like, okay, so say like, I didn't know all the pro football players and all the pro wrestlers and all the people that have cameos in this movie and say, I like didn't really like football or say like, I had never seen this movie before. Like say I didn't watch it when I was younger and I watched it for the first time at like 25 with like all those factors. Like, I don't know any of these, these cameos. I don't like any of this stuff. This movie sucks ass. Like it's <laughs> like like the, it's really not good. Like it's not. I mean, it's funny. Like I laugh in it, but it's like it's like not the greatest jokes. But like I don't know. When you talk about like watching a fucking movie, like the parts I like about <clears throat> and the parts I find funny are like Michael Irving and Nelly and like like Stone Cold Steve Austin and shit. And like I don't know. Like some of the football scenes are completely unrealistic, but at the same time, I get a little amped. Like, I'm just like, oh shit, that was pretty cool. You, know? you don't think it, you don't think it's realistic that Paul Crew would hit the ref in the nuts twice in a row and just take the turnover on downs? <laughs> but but you're telling me you don't stand up and be like, fuck yeah, like during that part, that yeah. So like, if if you didn't like football, you didn't know who any of these people with cameos were. This you hate this movie, but I'm not that person. So I like this movie a lot. Um, you know how people say like the Shawshank Redemption is one of those movies where when it's on TV, no matter what you're doing, you got to sit down and finish watching it. That is this movie. <laughs> it, it, it's the longest yard for me. If the longest <laughs> yard is on TV, I have to watch it. I, I, I do really like this movie. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you that that's it's one of those movies that once it's on, you kind of at least watch the end of the scene until the commercial. I don't know about watching the rest of the movie, but I think you watch that scene. What, what about you, Stephen? How many times do you think you've seen this movie? I think I've seen it like 10 times. And what's funny is I taped this a couple months ago during quarantine to watch it just randomly. And so that's weird that five months later, I got to talk about it on this podcast with you guys. But yeah, I think I've seen it about 10 times. And to Bob's point about the re- or the referee getting hit in the nets, he caused a, since you guys didn't watch it last night or today, like I did, that ref caused a haunting penalty on Michael Irvin. And he calls the penalty out himself, not the head ref who, most football games, the head ref is wearing the white hat. This ref just calls a penalty himself and announces it to the crowd. <laughs> they use it to, again, head, the head referee is the one who calls it, not just a random line judge. So I can imagine there's, penalties there's a lot else. of like, inconsistencies in this movie that like, just make no fucking sense. Like, 
Yeah, the, the fact that ESPN two scored the game. I mean, Paul Crew being a former NFL MVP. So if he's an in, MVP in jail, and yeah, they did, like for throwing for throwing ridiculous. a football game, like he. And I looked it up because I was curious. Around two thousand, I thought the movie was two thousand four. So like two thousand two, the highest paid quarterback was like Jeff Garcia and Peyton Manning, and they're making about ten million a year. So if Paul Crew was making ten million a year. How much money was he making or in trouble with people to have to throw a football game? And he did, he's a terrible job at throwing a football game because you can tell he's throwing the game. Yeah, oh, yeah. He, he doesn't hide it very well. well. Steven doing the research, figuring out the salaries of quarterbacks that they're on the time. Yeah, because he's, he's like an MVP caliber quarterback. Yeah, he's a pro. That's a good point. Like, he, he shouldn't be throwing football games then to – yeah, because then that's why he stops being a quarterback. But If he's the MVP, he, you'd think be like, hey, bet on my team today and I'll fucking – go nuts and you can win a lot of money that way. Like, the why would you movie, have to throw the game? The better movie would be the behind the scenes of how he got to the point where he had to start throwing games. I need like <laughs> the, the a, drinking. Mafia, a mafia thriller <laughs> about like him in debt to like fucking a big mobster and has to, yeah, that's what I need. I, I agree. That'd be much better. Scrooge makes Patrick Mahomes throwing games and then just all of a sudden he's out of the NFL. <laughs> almost get imagine? murdered by the guy in the cell. <laughs> well, well, Pat- Patrick really sailed that one right into the arms of the defender. <laughs> <laughs> That's his fifth interception today. Josh Hill could definitely be able to throw games because he'd be like, oh, just one of Josh's bad games where he can't hit That's anybody. But That's a good right? point. That's more like, yeah, Josh Hill could actually get away with it. Jeremy, what about you? The mafia. Jeremy, have you actually <laughs> seen this movie before? I have never seen this movie before last wow. night. Wow. That's incredible. Apparently, I didn't know I was being punished by having to watch this movie last <laughs> night. <laughs> You're the person I'm talking about. Well, Bob, is the, Bob, Bob is the one to say. Thanksgiving challenge. Yeah. yeah. Bob is the one who says he rewatches it every time, like it's Shawshank Redemption. And Jeremy's like, I did not fucking like this movie. <laughs> so Bob made a joke yesterday when we were texting each other. He's like, I bet it's on Spike tonight. Comes back two minutes later. He's like, oh my God, it is. <laughs> Which was, I was hilarious. I was joking when I said that. But, but yeah, also super not. convenient because I recorded it. And this is how stupid TV is these days. It's scheduled from 9 to midnight. I started watching it at 10.15 and I finished watching it, skipping through commercials at 12.02. So there was like an hour and 15 minutes of commercials in there. And to that point, I was already checked out of this movie before the first commercial break. When it went to that first commercial break, I was like, oh my God, there is two hours and 45 minutes left in this recording and I'm already sick of this movie. And... I don't think it got better in the end. I, it was genuinely pretty bad the entire time. You, you didn't like that Courtney Cox scene with her getting uh, shoved in the closet and then him getting hammered and just driving away? No, that was really bad. She was really bad in that, actually. And so yeah, was she. she was really, I also like. I didn't realize this movie was an hour and 53 minutes. It's way too long. And apparently the original is good. I've never seen the original either. And supposedly that one's good. And this movie is so bad that I find that hard to believe. What do you not like about it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Bob, for, I love Bob's question. I say this movie fucking sucks. <laughs> Bob, you, you described all of my issues with it beforehand. You said if you had watched it for the first time, you would agree <laughs> that it sucks. So, <laughs> I don't want to hear it from you. But yeah, That's I mean... Fair. <laughs> I might have like cracked a smile like two or three times. Nothing about this is believable. Was that when Caretaker was killed? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> no, it wasn't that one. Did you cry there? 
I didn't cry either. <laughs> a little, a little man tear. That's I. You tear up a little bit when Chris Rock dies. No, honestly, like every like twenty minutes or so, I'd be like, "How did we even end up here?" And I don't know if it's because it was because I wasn't paying attention, but I'm like, "Why are the do the guards have a football team in the first place? <laughs> Why are they allowing maximum security prisoners out of maximum security to play on a football team against the guards?" Nothing about it. Who's the... Uh, why is that on ESPN 2? Why is that on ESPN 2? <laughs> who's the Colonel Sanders, Kentucky Fried Chicken looking guy who's in half the movie? I don't even know what his role is in the movie. Oh, yeah. That dumbass dude. Like, Chris yeah. Berman gets kidnapped by Tracy Morgan <laughs> at the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the best part. Presumably raped by Tracy yeah. Morgan, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, that's a that's one of the you have to get over the fact that the the warden just has his guards play football. It's a weird thing for sure. Like I don't know if it's part of the job description. Like, do you think you sign up to become a uh one of the what's like just security guards or whatever they're called? And uh what it's just like accidental correctional cowboys. Officer. Correctional officer. He, and he said like, he said in the movie, he goes to Adam Sandler, he says, Yeah, guys that can't make it to the league, I offer him jobs and the chance to keep playing football. Like, how many guys just be like, yeah, I want to be a correctional officer just to play football. Do you think so that could... actually exists? Like that, like that can't be made up. There has to be some truth. At some point, there must have been some sort of correctional in, officer football teams in Texas. And in, in Texas, I definitely believe it. Yeah, but they're like in the movie. They're like like the five time state champion or some shit or defending champion. Yeah, who are, who are they playing? Like, who are their other opponents? <laughs> they're playing it's Attica, so Danny Mora. And then they just so lost weird. to a bunch of convicts. Like they, I get they have the NFL MVP as their quarterback from a couple of years ago, but like, Jesus Christ, and, who the fuck are these? And Michael Irving, like, well, if, <laughs> this was like, a re- if this was a real game, there's a hundred percent chance that Paul Crew is back in the NFL on the Cowboys. Uh, Nelly is getting a tryout with the team, and Deacon Moss is getting a tryout too. Yeah, and I the fullback was like six eight. Yeah, I, yeah, definitely. What's the name of Nelly's character? Megan. Yeah, Maggot, dude, Maggot's fucking juking people out in his bare feet. That guy's a fucking maniac. <laughs> that that shit's wild. And uh, who's the the backup quarterback? I don't think Bruce. Yeah, I don't think he gets a tryout though. He, I like pretty the, rough of this. Jeremy, I'm telling you, you didn't laugh when they when they snapped the ball to Brucey when he's in the game and he drops it. He's like, oh man, I shouldn't eat that popcorn. <laughs> That's a great line, Jerry. You had to laugh at that, Jerry. The popcorn didn't get me. I, there was a little bit of a, a little bit of physical humor that made me chuckle every now and then, and it was when uh, I don't even know which player it was, but there's a couple times where the one player just jumps up and drop kicks other players in the face. <laughs> yes, the first kick yeah. off. Jerry, <laughs> <laughs> you're telling me, me when the guy puts his cigarette out on another player's <laughs> arm to get the loose ball, that doesn't make you chuckle? No, that one <laughs> didn't so much. He plays with the cig in his mouth the entire time. Like, he never takes it out. <laughs> That is oh, super man. difficult, I feel like, just to run around with a lit cig in your mouth, to one breathe, and one to like run at full speed, and then that's pretty impressive by that guy. He might get a trial with, I feel like, the Dolphins would sign a guy like that. Yeah, that's what you yeah, need. Bob, Bob, that sounds like your brother playing out there. <laughs> he was just he had two cigs in his mouth. <laughs> I, uh, I think, uh, I, before we move on, I think my favorite line in the whole movie was, they're entering the stadium... Jim Rome was there for some reason doing the pregame oh, show. Yeah, that's right. He he goes, this could shape up as an epic day. Hot dog vendors, high powered rifles. I love the combination. Yeah. What, what <laughs> the hell does that line mean? <laughs> <laughs> that, 
Uh, Hot dog vendors and high-powered rifles. That sounds like an alt-right convention. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, put that in the headline, Jerry. We'll get some views for sure. <laughs> yeah, playing off Steven's uh, like one line, I was going to ask you guys what was your favorite scene. Like, uh, I'll go for, uh, just uh, personally. I think the best scene is when Adam Sandler plays Michael Irvin in basketball. And like yeah. Terry Crews is just throwing like McDonald's sandwiches everywhere. <laughs> Cheeseburger <That's>... Eddie, man. <laughs> He's pulling him out of his nutsack and just throwing him out. And Adam Sandler gets obliterated just playing one on one. And I think Adam Sandler has a contract that he has to play basketball at least once in every movie. I don't know if he does it in Hubie Halloween, but that that scene like got me amped. I thought like it was a pretty cool scene, actually. Jerry, yeah, what about I... you? Or yeah. Bobby, I will go with you if yeah, you want to reiterate. <laughs> no, 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 Jeremy, you go actually because I got to think. Um, the only the one scene, very quick scene that I thought was kind of funny, was uh when they go to the play by play call out booth, and they got the announcer talking. I think he's another ESPN guy, isn't he? Besides Are Chris you, Berman or just Chris Berman? The convict? No, Chris Berman is that his name? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 So he's come on, Jer. Sorry, I don't know. He's. They got his voice, and then they cut to the booth, and he's inside. And then uh, Babyface, whatever the convict's name is, just standing next to him. Just that I think it's image. Bob. Babyface Bob. I think that's it. Yeah. That image when they cut to him, I thought was funny. And then the most <laughs> unintentionally funny scene is the ending, where uh, Buffalo's very own what's his name? Bill Fickner. Bill Fickner. He uh, is instructed to shoot Adam Sandler with the high-powered <laughs> rifle into, <laughs> into a crowd. and it, it, In front of God and everybody. The music Execute is a man. getting so dramatic, and they try to make this tense scene, and I'm just, I'm laughing hysterically. <laughs> what am I watching right now? They could just go run after him. Just have to shoot him for the back. There's no guards at the at the entrance. Like, yeah, well, I, there was, was very... a guard, and then the warden pulls the rifle out of the guard's hand, hands it to his, you know, co-warden, whatever his <laughs> captain. I think is his title. His quarterback, his Captain court- Knauer. <laughs> captain Knauer. <laughs> Captain like, watches and remembers everything. <laughs> shoot him! Shoot him! This is an order. Shoot him, crew! And, and then it ends. <laughs> It ends with this big, I feel like I'm at the climac- table. <laughs> <laughs> this big climactic moment of he's getting the game ball. It's like, yeah, that's funny. But then Adam Sandler walking up and being like, "Put that in your trophy case, bitch!" and just smacks it into his chest. Burt awesome. Reynolds is looking on like, "You have no idea how close you were to taking a bullet through your spine that would have then hit an innocent bystander." <laughs> Yeah, because he's shooting in shoulder pads. He's probably not even used to shooting a gun like that. The game was just on ESPN too. Also, could you imagine if he was shot? Like he was probably oh still God, alive. Paul, Paul Crew was just shot. <laughs> <laughs> we go back to Chris Berman. Paul Crew is dead now after that like, crazy two point conversion to win the game. Oh man! I, uh, yeah, Stephen, you go with your favorite scene. Well, I was going to say the basketball too, but to pick to kind of copy off that. There's a lot of throwing, like throwing of games in this. Like Michael Irvin clearly cheating that basketball game. The warden clearly wanted to cheat in the football game. Does anybody like just not want to not cheat? Like, how do you get satisfaction from beating somebody like when you can clearly see like you were cheating? It They're just seems prison. weird. It, well, you're like Michael Irvin was so excited. It's like, dude, if anybody was watching the game, you lost that game, and you just call the bullshit foul on Adam Sandler. Yeah, 
and then you do an alley oop dunk off the rim or off the backboard, but he's not even paying attention. Like, and that's how you win. So it's I know, a little like, weird. I like all his so boys are going like crazy. Yeah, it's and, like you just got schooled by a white boy. Yeah, Adam Sandler like actually beats him in that. I get the point of it. Like they're just trying to make it seem like he's tough and like earn their respect. But I agree that all those people would be like, dude, you fucking lost to Paul Crew, Adam Sandler. <laughs> and, and the same thing with your other point. Like, why does the warden want to like cheat so bad? Like, just to prove that like his men are like capable of like beating them in football and guarding them. Like, I, I don't get the point why he wants him to throw the game. Especially because they blew they blew a 14 point lead in the first half, and then they blew a 35 14 lead in the fourth quarter <laughs> with like a, a Burt Reynolds. I don't know why he even like what a ball he called having the that's my second time touchdown scene. he came off the bench hasn't played in 30 years they have paul crew a former nfl mvp and deacon moss on, or jones whoever <laughs> the hell his name was michael Irvin, and they do a, the fumble ruski for burt reynolds and somehow he gets drilled and he lands in the end zone it's wild how he can Did do that know, he plays uh paul crew in the original movie <laughs> yeah yes. reynolds yeah. does yeah that's pretty badass yeah but I still agree with Steven. Just throw the ball up to Deacon Moss in the corner. He's going to come down with it. Wasn't you got Calvin some... Johnson in the corner. <laughs> Wasn't there some weak like, thread in the story where the warden was like trying to run for governor or something, and somehow yes. his football team winning <laughs> meant he was qualified to be the governor? Well, in Texas, anything's possible. So That's a good point. That I makes forget. sense. That is a good point. Also, he's willing to like threaten him with 20 more years of prison. Or like the rest of his life, just to win a football game—that's pretty. Which that's... you definitely can't do. Like... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he was gonna like charge caretakers murder on Adam Sandler when he was murdered in Adam Sandler's room. Like that makes no sense. Why Paul yeah. Crew would kill a caretaker in his own room? Like he was. Yeah, it makes no sense. So the guards were gonna try to kill Paul Crew before the football game. That'd be pretty big news too. Like, <laughs> oh, we're playing the team now. Then we gotta face Brucey at quarterback. I guess that's gonna be an easy game now. <laughs> You think ESPN2 might have covered the fact, yeah, they're playing, these are all prisoners and uh, guards from the prison where an inmate died via explosion <laughs> <laughs> like 24 hours, of hours ago. ago. <laughs> <laughs> mean machine. Uh, uh, Bob, did you have a favorite scene that wasn't one uh, we already talked about? Yeah, it's actually like a a, a little bit – it's it's kind of off the basketball scene. I just like when they were practicing and Paul Cruz like, nobody can get open. And then Chris Rock comes up. He's like, yeah, man, everybody on the team's fucking white. We need some brothers out here. And then, like, <laughs> they take him to, like, the basketball court, and that's where the basketball scene ensues. But then, like, he, he gets their, their respect. But my favorite part in the movie, which I wish I was, like, a young boy in 2005 sitting in the movie theater watching this <laughs> – when, when like, Nelly and Deacon Moss and all the people they went to recruit because they needed some speed roll up and Nelly's fucking, that one fucking, is that called Here Comes the Boom? What's the name of that one? Nelly yes, Here Comes yeah. the Boom. <laughs> yeah, when that hits and you see them, like, walk up and it's, like, a panning shot, I'm just like, oh, let's fucking go. I was like, they're going to beat the guards. <laughs> Bob's watching. He had money on the game. <laughs> Yeah, I like that scene though, just because I think if we're talking movie sound or an individual songs made for a movie, how do you not put this in the top ten? Every single football team from 2005 until 2012 had "Here Comes the Boom" on their yeah. warm-up track, especially <laughs> fucking, high school football. It's fucking yeah. awesome. That is a great song. Steven is the one point. person who played uh, high school football out of the three of us. Can attest to. I, I'm pretty sure you probably had "Here Comes the Boom" on every soundtrack through your four years of high school. That and "Crazy Train" by Ozzy Osbourne. Or whoever sang that song. 
Yeah, those are classics. Yeah, here comes the boom and crazy train. Hand in hand, those two goats. And that's why you guys won every game. Yes. <laughs> uh, we all have luck, the same amount of high school varsity football wins. All of us come back. That's true. That's a good point. Uh, my 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 only last note for uh, you guys was, I was thinking. I know this movie was only fifteen years ago, but if it was remade again today, who do you think would be on the con team? You can also put uh do the uh, guard team as well if you want. I know Bob. You know wrestlers more than the rest of us. I picked. This is my lineup. So I have. Michael B. Jordan at wide receiver. Wanted to get one actual good actor there. I picked Randy Moss to be like the Deacon Moss guy at wide receiver. Travis Scott is my running back to get uh, the rapper in there. <laughs> and then no one really talks about the <clears throat> offensive line, defensive line. I have Rick Ross starting as left tackle. Holy <laughs> fuck. Holy <laughs> fuck. And Jesus then, Christ. you know what? I couldn't think of another uh, another quarterback. I recalled Adam Sandler. He's gonna do the. He's gonna do it again. He, he's, he's still he's, young. He's, he can play he's it. St- no, he's still in jail because he's the, still in prison. Warden Paul gave Kirby, him yeah. twenty years. <laughs> exactly. Well, Adam Sandler has to come back in the Burt Reynolds role. He has to coach yeah, the next true. team. That's a good point. I, I don't know. It was just too early. I feel like he could still actually ball out there. I'd like what? to see uh, Little Wayne at running back. <laughs> Can you imagine how fucking elusive he would be? He'd be so goddamn shaky and jittery back there. Yeah, because he's all high off Cody the whole time. Yeah. He's just shaking. Back I think there. he'd get a false start penalty every drive, every <laughs> every single play. But like his like his uh, like football pants would need to be very like loose. They need to be like falling. He'd have to have one hand on the ball, the other hand like pulled on his pants. He plays in a white t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, no pants. <laughs> You guys have any other op- wide receiver, any quarterback options? I like my Rick Ross left tackle pick. Randy Moss is a really good pick for the – that was good. <laughs> is Rick Ross going to take the place of, like, Joey Diaz or something? Like, who's the comically fat guy in this remake? Yeah, I guess Rick Ross can do that. He's He won't like being the the scapegoat for shitty jokes, but we'll get him past it. Well, Kevin James would be in the next one, too, because he was Kevin James, one. obviously. Yeah. Kevin James would fit well. <laughs> Uh, Chad Ochocinco or T.O. maybe at wide receiver. Oh, they might another... actually agree to it. That's a good point. Yeah, that's actually – that'd be – yeah. Guys, you know who is available for this remake who wasn't available in 2005? O.J. O.J. Simpson. <laughs> wow. Could you imagine? What is he playing? He's, he's the Burt Reynolds role. Yeah, he's like the coach. <laughs> yeah. He'd, he'd be like, hey, guys, the movie. I know a little bit about football and I know a little bit about killing so I'm per- he's perfect for this role. It's an alternate universe where he did get convicted of the murder, and that's why he's in jail again now. <laughs> but think about it, how could you? Cast that's an interesting better? take. Who could you cast better for the longest yard? Somebody that's been in jail and played professional football. He's got both sides of the coin, well, and he. Well, can we have Michael Vick play quarterback then? Can we bring Aaron Hernandez from the grave? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, I think OJ Simpson actually acted too, wasn't he? In planes, trains, and automobiles. Or yeah, something? he was an actor, dude. He was in he the, Naked like, Gun not, movies. Not that much. <laughs> Naked Gun, yeah. Oh, he's a triple threat, dude. O.J. Simpson. Actor, football Athlete, player, murderer. killer. <laughs> and murderer. <laughs> the big three. Bob, I don't, you could probably tell better than me. I didn't recognize any wrestlers other than Stone Cold, but I imagine if you're doing a remake in this era, John Cena's got to be in it. John Cena would have to be like the lead guard, but uh, there was Bill Goldberg. He was a guy that had an X for a number. Um, and he had a huge, the guy with the huge dick. Remember that character? Uh, yes. Who could forget? 
<laughs> so, so he actually you, did. You know that he actually played for the Atlanta Falcons for like three years. He was in the NFL before he was a pro wrestler. Um, Stone we, Cold, as you mentioned. Do we put The Rock on the uh, guard team or the convict team? I'm I'm surprised The Rock wasn't in this movie. You had Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash was the character that uh, took uh, instead of taking steroids, they switched it with like estrogen. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the guy, the great Kali, was the guy that headbutted the wall. That is like seven foot ten. That Indian is he, guy is he still alive? He's alive and kicking. He's the like dude still has like gigantism, right? He's yeah, huge. he does. He's he's literally like seven ten. But uh, yeah, John Cena would have to be in the remake. The Rock, I'm I'm truly shocked The Rock wasn't in this movie to begin with because I think 2005 was like a, right before he became like a megastar. But uh, oh yeah, John Cena might have to be Captain Canauer. That's who I'd, I'd ca- ca- cast John Cena as Captain Canauer for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love this movie. <laughs> I think, yeah, you love this movie. I think Jeremy hates this movie, and me and Steven probably fall somewhere in between because we actually watched it as younger people. So we at least acknowledge the fact. I wasn't a huge Nelly fan or anything, but you can at least acknowledge that he was super famous, and they got some big names An, for an incredible roles. running back. In, a great running back, yeah. <laughs> this was right after uh, Take Off All Your Clothes. That's why he took off the cleats. He wanted to make it some uh, a transition <laughs> to that. Now, did you guys have any other points to make about this movie? I know Jeremy, you loved it, so you probably wouldn't stop talking about it if we, if we could stop you. No, I was, uh, I was like, wow, this is really the movie you guys picked this week. Interesting. <laughs> and I wasn't even ten minutes into the movie when I started thinking that, and I still had uh, two hours left. But no, nah, I mean, it sucked. Shout out to uh, Caretaker for outfitting an entire football team from beyond the grave. <laughs> that was pretty impressive. Um. It was his one final gift, Jeremy. (laughs) Sure, whatever that means. (laughs) Steven, Bob, you guys got any final thoughts? I thought for sure when you, Ben, when you told me that we were watching a football movie, I'm like, okay, they're going to pick Remember the Titans. I was getting ready to watch it on Disney Plus, and then you came back with The Longest Yard. I'm like, that definitely seemed like something Bob was picking, not Jeremy. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm glad I got to rewatch it today. I kind of dozed off a little bit during it, but I'm jealous. Definitely a. A ridiculous movie, and you you guys probably don't remember him, but Bill Romanowski, he was like a steroid freak for the Raiders and Broncos, I believe. He was the middle linebacker who was a dick. Oh, um, yeah. That guy, he's a... He, I don't think he did any acting. I think that's how he actually would be towards <laughs> guards, uh, the convicts. So, that was a perfect casting for that guy. So, if, uh, in our remake, we're going to keep Bill Romanowski in the second one, too. I like but those that. are my final thoughts. For me, um, I... I, like I said, I didn't watch this movie this week because I've seen it so many times I didn't have to. Um, I just want to go fucking watch it right now. And you know what? I actually <laughs> I actually looked it up. It's on TV tonight. Guess what channel? Paramount. Paramount. CMT. Uh-oh. <laughs> and then it's, later in the week, it's on MTV. It rotates between Paramount, CMT, mm. and MTV. But it's literally on. There's, no, there's not two calendar days in a row <laughs> where, where this movie isn't on TV. <laughs> that's wild yeah i guess uh my final thoughts would be i wouldn't recommend it if you haven't already watched it but it's a movie to go back and watch if you haven't seen it in a while because just i i think there's some stupid lines that you can get behind like brucey coming in and like the cigarette being put out on the guy there's like so many lines that you can just, <laughs> there's just so many stupid lines that if you watch this as a younger person uh, yeah jared i get why you don't like it uh but yeah it's a it's a good movie to to rewatch, I think if you liked it when you were younger, but 
All right. I think that wraps it up. Uh, thank you for listening. What episode was this, Jer? 27. Holy oh, fuck. Wow. Thank you for listening to the 27th episode of the Big Movie Boys podcast. And remember, be thankful. <laughs>